Hello and welcome to episode 30 of Arg My Optics, a podcast where two grown adults discuss, overanalyze and generally take a toy media franchise originally intended for kids a little too seriously, usually that of the Transformers. I am your back in the studio, sitting behind a desk in a shirt and tie host, Ryan Gear, and with me is our roving reporter, soon to be live from TF Nation 2023 in Birmingham's Hilton Metropole, <laughs> Virtual Dave. Are you there, Virtual Dave? I am indeed. Excellent. So this year I am, well, I, I could say unable, but what I really mean is unwilling to attend TF Nation. <laughs> Not because I have anything against it, mind. It's a great convention. It's just a lot of travel, a lot of money, and I'm not feeling it right now. Dave, on the other hand, can't really control his feelings for TF Nation and will be there for the entire weekend, won't you? I will indeed. It was a lovely birthday present from Virtual Amy from last year. Yes, I was going to mention. So you're going with Virtual Amy? Mm-hmm. Excellent. So what are you going to do for us while you're there? Well, fingers crossed, if the technology is willing, um, I shall be doing little interviews or little chats with people out and about, anyone who will give me the time of day. Mm-hmm. Maybe audio, maybe visual. We haven't decided yet. But uh, yeah, you might see me Yeah, there. we'll see how it goes, eh? And hopefully you can give us a little recap on what you've done during the day or something, maybe in the evenings or something, if you're not too busy socializing, partying, whatever. So um, it's the Wednesday evening before TF Nation. Uh, are you excited? Yes. Um, more that I don't have to go to work tomorrow than anything else, but yeah. Oh yeah, are you, off? Are you traveling tomorrow then? Yeah, I'm heading a day early. Uh-huh. Is that just so you can get there a reasonable time on Friday? More or less, yeah, and just so we don't have to rush. Yeah, what time does it start on Friday? That's a very good question. I should know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm sure you'll know that by this time tomorrow. So, have you? How how's your preparation going? Um, well, unlike last year, where it was just like new experience, uncharted waters of a type of convention I've never been to, very specific type, where it's not as so many franchises all happening at once like MCM is. This is very much. Everyone is there for the same type of love and addiction to Transformers. Yeah. So now that I know a few people and I've been keeping up with all the Facebook groups and stuff, it'd be interesting just to catch up with people who was there before, chat all things legacy, mainline, what toys are people are into. Yeah. And that type of stuff. Are you taking a large empty suitcase? No. The only things, actually, the only things on my list are the legacy armada stuff oh yeah so you've got a list yeah like three four bots oh okay yeah i was going to ask you about that because i mean i'm a I, do you want my shopping list for you to look out for mm-hmm. yeah go ahead <laughs> i haven't got much but i thought since you're there if you do see it and you won't mmc helix um which is the uh the big purple one with two big arms and two smaller ones <laughs> i have zero confidence you'll find one they are very hard to find. MMC really needs to reissue it. Mm-hmm. And I expect it'll be insanely expensive. Expensive, So, you know, if it's... Didn't two... someone... someone had the other one last year, didn't they? Yeah, but I've got that, I've got that one. You're talking about uh, Tessara, Tessarus. Tess- yeah. Tessarus? Tessarus? Yeah. Yeah, I, I got that before TF Nation, so I already had that one. It's just Helix I'm missing. 
they don't seem to go well i can't they no one seems to be selling them and when they mm. are selling them they're like 200 quid so mm. 200 quid or less let me know <laughs> if you see one right otherwise i'm not really that bothered maybe if you see new age toy deco soundwave maybe mm-hmm. oh i know in demand toys are doing core classes for seven quid apparently Yes, yeah, yeah, I saw that. So if you see a Bomb Burst or a G2 Megatron, maybe grab me one of them. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, they're nice desktop toys that I can have at work. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, uh, if you do want to flick through old issues of Transformers comics, <laughs> first 30, last 30. 1 to 30, 301 to 332. If you see them, don't pay more than three quid each. But... <laughs> Obviously, you will be pretty busy with your own shopping. I don't expect you to run around with my shopping list, just in case you do come across these things, obviously. Yeah, no, I don't mind. I mean, if, um, I think having a bit of focus going around those stalls will be helpful because that was something I wasn't prepared for last year. Mm. You have to have an idea of what you're looking for, don't you? You have to go in mm. with a with a shopping list. Otherwise, you just get distracted and it's a bit overwhelming. I think. Mm, and it was the fact of, well, I should get it now because if I don't get it now, it won't be here when I've done the loop walking yeah. around all the stores type of thing as well. Yeah. If it's something rare or <laughs> um, like in short supply, I don't think you'll have too much trouble with legacy stuff. Yeah, hopefully not. Yeah. Should I'm surprised fun. you've not got those pre-ordered from elsewhere anyway. Uh, I, I just never did. I just um, haven't been pre-ordering mainline Transformers like I've used to. So Okay. Well, it shouldn't be too hard to pick up after the con if you can't get them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be fine. So you're there all three days. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you most looking forward to outside of shopping? Um, be interesting to see how um, the club con is this year, the entertainment on the Saturday, I believe. Isn't there some live music? I believe so, yeah. Because mm. um, I, I didn't love Gary Chalk's music last year, but it was very chill jazzy type but with this one it seems like it might be a bit more of a live you know upbeat concert so interesting to see how that plays out yeah i haven't really looked into who that is who do you know who it is i the name rings a bell but i couldn't tell you what she's done in the franchise because she's obviously someone connected to one of the songs from the show okay well i'm sure you'll be able to update us on that later Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean i don't know is there anything else you want to chat about before uh I don't know, we sign this off and we go into your live reporting from the convention. Um, is there any uh, any drinks or beverages in the Hilton bar that I should be? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's a fairly standard bar, isn't it? I mean, no, I didn't experiment as much as everyone did last year. Well, so. if I were you, I'd just, you know, make sure you get... It, it's difficult with the queuing system, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that was the problem, yeah. Well, that's the new thing, actually. Someone, in fact, it was um, Michael Quintesson who alerted me to this. Something weird's happening with people. More and more people are queuing at bars and just don't understand bar etiquette. <laughs> you know, you, this, uh... you form a mass around the bar <laughs> and then the bar people decide who's next. You don't form a queue. That's just silly. That's We're not, we're not getting a bus. <laughs> But yeah, they do have a queue, don't they? So yeah, yeah. if I were you, if you're planning on having a bit of a drink, maybe buy two at a time. <laughs> two at a time. 
Well, it depends how how you, I know you're not a particularly heavy drinker. No. Oh well, cool. So yeah, you, so you're heading off tomorrow, getting there tomorrow at what evening afternoon? Uh, afternoon, early afternoon. We're leaving about ten thirty. Okay. All right. So uh, yeah, it'll be bright and bushy tailed for the Friday's entertainment. Mm-hmm. And then on Saturday, you've got more panels and so on and so forth. Sue Blue. Sue Blue, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, and all the usual suspects, all the IDW people. Who else is there? There's, there's, a, there's a girl. Oh, there's, well, there's a game designer, isn't there? Oh, not game, sorry. Toy, toy, there's a toy designer there, isn't there? From um, the kind of, is it the late G1 period? Oh, Andy Kurtzman? No. Something. Andy something. I'll look it up. We'll find out what, what later. But yeah, he's he's going to be there. So that should be interesting hearing about toy design. It'd be um be nice to talk to him again because I actually bumped into him at MCM last year as oh, well. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Well, um, okay. Well, great. I'm looking forward to our first update from you live from Birmingham, which I imagine the listeners will hear right after this special TF Nation sting. Arg my objects, this is Inconceivable Imaginations at TFN 2023. Give it a listen, we'll enjoy it. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Arg my Optics. This week we've gone rogue without Orion Gear and we've gone to TFN, the biggest Transformers convention in all of Europe. I've got Virtual <laughs> Dave with me here. We've just finished our very first day at TFN. What was your favourite panel, Dave? Um, oh, I've forgotten all the names of the panels, but the one that focused on dinosaurs and... Dinobots. And the Dinobots in current media. Cool. And what did you like about it? I really liked how scientific it was, how going into how dinosaurs have changed and the Jurassic Park effect and how... Uh, People have been going back and forth about the designs of dinosaurs for the last four years. I didn't realise it was such a hot topic. Cool. And um, what are you, what panel are you most looking forward to tomorrow? I don't think I'm looking forward to any of the panels tomorrow necessarily. I think it's more the the whole thing about Sue Blue and her talking about her experience with Transformers. That that type of interview based panel probably, but it's the dealer room tomorrow. It's all it's all about the toys tomorrow. Yeah. Mhm. And is there any toys you're particularly looking out for tomorrow? Transformers, Armada, Optimus Prime, Legacy version. Hopefully, in our next soundbite, we'll be able to say that you've successfully got those transformers best thing about today other than panels our first day at tfn 2023 um the people it's been really nice catching up with people we saw last year having our little squad of newcomers we've all been hanging out today and getting food yeah shout out to everyone who's made us feel really welcome today mm-hmm. and except yeah the- Except the Hilton staff who did not uh, make us feel welcome with our outdoor pizza. Also, shout out to the Hilton staff who very politely told us we couldn't have our Pizza Hut takeaway in their bar. I feel like we should have realised that. 
I from the very beginning. I, I was very shocked that the, the changing of the seat we had, and I thought that's why we were in the back. Yeah, but... thank you, Hilton staff. You're very understanding, very polite. <laughs> we're sorry for bringing Pizza Hut into your bar. You think so? I know so. Okay. Shout out to Pizza <laughs> We had a really great pizza. Thank you for having vegan options. We're not sponsored, but we would like to be. This is Plastic Cracker to TF Nation 2023. Ah, my optics! Hello, my name is Jack Lawrence and... Uh, ah, my optics! Hey, this is Gav Spence from TRDQ here at TF Nation, and you're listening to Ah! My Optics. Hey, this is Jeremy Levy. I play Bumblebee, Jetfire, Perceptor, Whirl, and probably ones that I missed. And you are listening to Arg My Optics. I, I am Lucan from Lucan's Tees, and I recommend Ar My Optics. Shout out for Arg My Optics. This is Rob from We Can Be Heroes Disco at TF Nation 2023. We're at TF Nation 2023. Arg My Optics. Hello and welcome back to Virtual Dave and Virtual Amy Gone Rogue. We've just finished day two of TF Nation. And by day two, I mean we finished it, went to the bar for a few hours, came back and just started recording, wanted to put together our thoughts from the day. Mm -hmm. So Virtual Dave, what was your highlight from today? Today was crazy. Today was packed. Mm -hmm. Today was very busy. Um, but it was very good. Highlight? Um, I think the music from Jayhan. Ah, that's a good, good uh, answer. That was, that was very good, especially because during the opening ceremony in the morning, we were still a bit half asleep and we weren't expecting her to get up and start singing, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, which really helped wake us up and it was um, really cool to get a taste of what she was going to do in the evening on ClubCon. I think my favourite part from the day was the cosplayers. Oh yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah, especially some of the dance routines, they were really amazing. Some of that felt very not age appropriate <laughs> for the audience. <laughs> but yeah, that was very good. Hey, wait, not all star screamers can pull off a thong. Well, wait, no. <laughs> star scream did not pull off the thong. <laughs> no. But she pulled it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, Star Scream's dance was definitely my highlight, really worth the Clubcon entry fee, to be honest with you. Yeah, she didn't win. I mean, I felt she was a little wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I thought that the cosplayers that did win were really good. I mean, the yeah. mech suit, um, I'm not, was it Optimus Prime he was dressed as? It was Get Away. Get Away. I mean, he did have a severed, severed head, so it was... Yeah. He, he really put thought into his cosplay. Yeah. No, it, it was just, it, it was, it would have been far too hard to choose. I didn't envy the judges having to choose between them. <laughs> so um, we started our day off with the opening ceremony and Jayhan getting on stage and singing. Mm -hmm. Really kicked off the day, got everyone excited for some trading. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think she was probably single-handedly responsible for some of the money that went to toy food, just getting people pumped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, then you went off to the dealer hall. Any highlights from there? Any any toys that you saw that you couldn't get but really loved being able to see there? Uh, it was just so packed. We we timed getting into the dealer hall not too long after it opened, and it was just so you couldn't see the tables like. Some of the queues were uh, were crazy. Um, I got a good few sweeps around just to find out where some bits were and to see if there was any dealers from who I saw last year. Mm. Um, but most of the stuff I was looking for was mainline stuff, so I didn't, I wasn't too, I didn't think it would matter if I went back later. Mm. But I really did. A lot of the stuff I wanted was gone. <laughs> and there was a lot of hype around the really big unicorn that was there. Uh, I mean, if it was a hype, it was more that I think a good chunk of people had not seen it in person. Mm. Um, and it was quite something that it was there on display. Like some other stalls had it, but they had it still in box. But there was one stall in particular who had him open and had him out for everyone to see. And it was quite impressive. And what about toys that you bought today, Saturday? Um, the toys that I finally got today, I got... I only got three figures officially. Um, when and... you say officially, does that mean there's some figures you're not telling me about? No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, you bought me two. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> um, and I think the only other thing I bought was the t shirt from Lucan's Tees. Oh, yeah, they had yeah. some really good designs there. Yeah, so that's all, that was pretty much all my purchases for today. <laughs> not to say that the ones, the three I did get were not like big ticket items, so. Mm. Yeah, I got um a, a poster. Mm-hmm. I actually I actually ended up getting a poster of Spider Punk, um from one of the poster stalls. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what the poster stall was? Oh no, I don't remember the guy's name off the top of my head. Mm. And I got um a couple of t-shirts from mm-hmm. the guys as well. They were really cool. And um, after that, we went to uh, the charity auction. Mm-hmm. And a mystery box, which actually ended up going for two hundred pounds. There was a lot of stuff in that charity auction that that, I mean, Jim Sorison was the guy doing the, well, what would you call it, the the, the bidding. Oh, oh, they do it all the time on um, daytime television. Yeah. Um, going once, going twice, sold. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> An auctioneer, right? I that sounds right to me. Okay. I'm sure Ryan will let us know. <laughs> he is actually called. <laughs> um, no, that was really good. I, I think Jim was a bit trigger happy with raising the prices for things. He went up in like £50 increments. Yeah, Jim. <laughs> um, £50 is a lot to some of us, Jim. <laughs> I mean, which was, what, I mean, to, I know it's for charity and everything, and it, in the, most instances, it helped things get up to high numbers, but I think That's it would. That's very true. I think for like the dramatic effect of an auction, it should have gone up a bit. Yeah, we wanted some more theatre, Jim. Like, yeah. <laughs> really, really leave us in suspense. Bring like, the money up slowly. Like we want it for a hundred pounds. Anyone for a hundred pounds? Two hundred pounds. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that was really cool. There were some like, there were some things in that that auction that even I was very close to. Like, Ooh, do I want this? Where would I put a giant primal sword? 
But uh, it was really cool. But then they had another auction later in the evening in uh, part of Clubcon or just before Clubcon. I can't remember. That's when they had the big exclusive ticket items. Oh, my optics! There's something I forgot to mention, and that was the um, RoboSen Robotics that we went to. They had the general manager of RoboSen, and mm. he showed us some of his, or some of the toys that RoboSen have made. Yeah, it was... What is it about those toys that's so cool that gets everyone so excited? Um, I guess it's more about the robotics than the toy itself, like the engineering and the... I mean, because there's been loads of self-transforming toys before, but like these seem quite advanced in their capabilities and how you can personalize their, their actions and stuff. Most of the times when something self-transforms, it, it does the transformation and it can maybe, maybe walk a few feet, but these things can do also, also very mobile. It's quite fascinating seeing characters that you know do those type of things. I could tell that there was a lot of hype in the room about them. Well, yeah, because they were they showed they showed stuff that we couldn't film or take pictures of of their old prototypes, and I, they were heavily hinting at a possibility of them doing the constructor cons, with the implications of it maybe forming to make a combiner, which is mind boggling at just what the price of that would be, mm-hmm. <laughs> considering how much they are separately. And then after that, um, I went to the Jeremy Levy. I, I think it was Jeremy Levy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He looks very much like Paul Rudd. And that's what I was calling him throughout <laughs> the day. And no, no one was confused when I called him that because he looks very, so much like him. I mean, they, if they if you told me they were cousins or something, I could I could believe you. But I, I really enjoyed that. He did a few um, musical theatre numbers, but he did them with the voices of different Transformers. It was so funny. Yeah, I think that's when I was back in the dealer room, so yeah. I just missed that. I was having a really good time. Yeah. <laughs> that was definitely one of my favourite panels. And um, ClubCon. Mm-hmm. We've already talked about the Pretenders cosplay. Mm-hmm. And then they had Transmission Incoming. I had no idea what that was going to be. Uh, I can't remember what that was now. That was the table reading of the script that they made. Oh, yes, yes. Because they had to, because one of the guests, two of the guests couldn't be there. So some things got shuffled around in the day. And that got, the charity auction got moved. And the table reading kind of swapped places with it. Oh, yes. One of one was before that, wasn't it? Yeah, because the table reading kind of tied into mm-hmm. the Matrix test. Like it was it was a whole thing about them stopping mm. to get to the Matrix. Um, which was really good. It was really cool to see the voice actors do their thing. Mm. Because all the voice actors are from different parts of the Transformers universe. But somehow they worked a little script that came together for them to make sense that they're all together. Yeah. Ah, my optics! When we went to the Susan Blue uh, Q&A before ClubCon, Susan Blue was talking a lot about women in industry and how things have changed. And I was very impressed, having grown up with cartoons myself, to see 
RC getting some of the jokes because I remember in a lot of cartoons when we were growing up I got the perspective that the male characters were there to be funny and the female characters were there to roll their eyes at them so it was it was nice to see her get some of the jokes especially she got the in my opinion the most funny joke um about the um early 2000s transformers films <laughs> yeah yeah let me see if i can do it there is a a big evil come to us at this bar not michael bay <laughs> <laughs> no something along those lines yeah <laughs> yeah i i think i nailed that <laughs> but yeah um you're you're right till um one of one was before the table reading hmm. and they actually made um two thousand pounds on one item from the royal mail collection for yes. for charity so that was really good mm, i want to say it was 1600 oh okay yeah but i mean it was uh, that was something <laughs> being in the room while well, that number just kept going up and up because mm. those ones i think they started at like 100 and something and went all the way to 1600 for a one-of-a-kind stamp from the Transformers collection they did last year. Mm. And it was going to be personalised and signed from Susan Blue. And get authenticities. Authen- it's going to be all... Or... I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. It's authenticated authenticated that that's the word that sounds right doesn't it that sounds like a word and not being so much in the collector world i don't really <laughs> i don't know the jargon oh, I, I suppose it's not really jargon is it it's just a word mm-hmm. <laughs> and then of course then we had the matrix test where we all um teamed up to battle our wits with uh Chris McFeely's quiz. Yeah. <laughs> that was um That that was a, a fair battle. Uh I mean he it was he did proclaim to everyone that it was gonna be a bit easier this year, and I think maybe it was because it wasn't as obscure as the one was last year. Like there were some real like tough questions last year. And there and there were some tough ones this year, but I mean when they finally reveal what the answers were, you were like, oh, yes, that would be very obvious if I had watched this show type of thing. Like, it's not like only if you had the tech specs or you had the back card of the toy when it came out, in the year it came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it was actually possible for you to know these answers. And they had um, digitised the quiz this year. Yeah, and which... it was very funny to learn um, that a few people, instead of typing answers into the into the um, quiz form, I just typed, why are you hurting me? Why yeah. are you doing this to me? Yeah. Uh, I think we felt that way too, at parts of it. I think they 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 thought that because there was going to be more people there, that they didn't want to have a lot of scrap paper being thrown away just with the, yeah. the quiz, and they thought it would make it easier to, to mark it. But we still don't know who won because... <laughs> Apparently it took ages and they pushed it back, giving the results all night. And they were like, no, we'll just tell you tomorrow. Yeah. So we'll find out tomorrow. Yeah. But thankfully they put us out of our misery and we had some excellent music. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I ended off on a good note with Jay Han's music. Yeah. 
we may not know every obscure Transformer that ever turned up in any of the Japanese comics, mm. but we can all headbang to Lincoln Park. Yes. 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 <laughs> she was really amazing. She was really good. Mm. Yeah, that was a real highlight of TFN for me. I enjoyed last year as well with Gary, his musical yeah. stylings. <laughs> the stylings of um, Gary Chalk is... It, it was so weird. It's, I could not not see Optimus Primal on stage while he was <laughs> singing. Are my optics. Hey, if you want to know everything you've ever wanted to know about the Transformers, please listen to Are my optics. And uh, we got to hang out in the bar afterwards and see people with their Transformers. Mm -hmm. and get to meet someone who 3D printed some of his own Transformers, which was oh, amazing. That was amazing. The guy, yeah. I, I, I mean, I've been seeing the images of this animated scrapper on the online for years, and to finally meet the guy who was responsible for this masterpiece is, was amazing. He was just such a chill dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, some people might be like... Uh, um, that he was just carrying around to show people. But I'm like, yes, show everyone. This is amazing. Mm. Why hasn't Hasbro come to this man and told him to come work with them? Because it, it was so cool. Yeah, and he can make some contacts in case he decides to sell some down the line as well. I think he should. I mean, Genius. <laughs> I don't know what the legal ramifications of such a thing is, but he should. <laughs> and yeah, that takes us up to now. Mm-hmm. Catch you next time. Yeah. <laughs> Arg, my optics. I'm Sam with SG1, coming to you live from TF Nation, and you're listening to Ah, my optics. Hi, I'm Treble, and I'm just so pleased to be back at TF Nation. I had to miss last year, and... I came on the Sunday evening just to speak to people. I didn't get to do the convention at all. And being able to spend the entire time with everyone this year has been fantastic. I've made some very silly decisions in the dealer's hall, listened to panels, met some cool people, reconnected with old people. It's just a magical land, it really is. Ah, my optics! Hello, my name is Matthew Grant, a.k.a. The Toy Therapist. You can find me on Instagram as toy underscore therapy. <laughs> TF Nation 2023. Fantastic event. Great toys, great people. Lots of great food and very high prices in the bar. Not very good on the budget. But still, either way, a fantastic weekend or even a day, what you prefer. Highlight, buying hero quests, nothing Transformers. All i got to say is, oh, my optics. Oh, hey, I'm uh, Ali Nunes on Instagram, uh, or Alistair in like real life. Uh, I think the thing I'm most enjoying about uh, this year's TFN is just uh, it's just the the nice vibe in the room. It's like it feels like being in the kind of uh, you know around the stuff you love uh, with the people who love it with you. So you know, can't be beaten. Oh, my optics. Hello, I'm Mark, uh, Marcus Prime, and we're here at TF Nation uh, 2023, and it's been absolutely awesome, as always, and arc my optics. This is Jermaine, also known as Jezzatron78, taking a break from TFN, and it's, uh, it's, it's been well needed. And uh, you are listening to... Ah! 
my optics. And that concludes our on-location coverage of TF Nation 2023. But we're not done yet. Back home and in the Optics virtual studio, we have our roving reporters, Virtual Dave and Virtual Amy, to give us a recap on the events of the weekend. How's it going, virtual people? Hello, listeners. We're back. It's going very well, thank you. It's been, what, a week since TFN now? Mm-hmm. And I think we've just about recovered. Almost. Almost. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, but firstly, thank you both for doing all that recording at the event. That was really good. You did a great job. Thank you. I didn't do as good a job as the intro as you, especially as I forgot to introduce myself. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you did an excellent job of, of taking my place and kind of, you know, wrangling some sense out of virtual days. Yeah, you better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was great. And Dave, you, you you did a good job recapping, even if uh, you did forget to tell us what you bought. I know, yeah. That was quite... He didn't want me to know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can probably tell us that in a bit. So um, I suppose it's just... Uh, now, now it's all over. Now it's been a week. How about you tell us about the con, the highlights, what you, know, what you enjoyed, et cetera, et cetera? Um, from last year, we... We knew after our first experience, like this time round, the thing we really needed to do was go down a day ahead, mm-hmm. the day after. I think mm-hmm. that was like, that really helped. No rushing to get to the registration on the Friday or anything. We kind of got the day ahead. Yeah. Took our time. This was only our second trip to TFN, so we're still baby TFNers, but <laughs> we're starting to get the hang of how to do the convention and how to be and how prepared you need to be for it as well. You need to really Mm. get rested. Um, You don't want to go on the Friday and have been traveling all morning. Yeah. Yeah, we we also went for dinner on the Thursday before with some of the other people we met last year. Yeah, that was so nice. Uh, That's nice. Yeah. We all met up on Thursday and uh, went to Resorts World and Mm. got something to eat. You know, had a little catch up and we kind of um, kept meeting up with them around the weekend and in the bar and different places. Uh, yeah. So that was cool. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone who goes to TFN knows about Resorts World, but anyone who's thinking of going, um, it's about a 10 minute walk from TFN. And there's just so many different options there. There's a lot of different restaurants. Mm hmm. And it's great because a lot of people who are staying at the TFN don't want to budget for the TFN, um, are staying at the Hilton where the TFN is held, don't want to budget for the meals there. Mm-hmm. So it's a really great resource that's right near the convention. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's a huge endeavour and it's quite an expensive thing to do. Like oh, yes. if you're going down, <laughs> if you're going down a day early and leaving a day late or whatever, you know, you're there for like what. Four, three to four days mm-hmm. you've got to get a hotel room for three to four days you've got to get you've got to get your travel up there not everybody lives particularly close to Birmingham I know you, you know you're coming from London I'd be coming from Brighton if I were going mm. yeah it's, it's it's an expensive old con isn't it so mm-hmm. you know you're yeah, having a cheaper place to go and uh, have some food or or whatever is is very welcome and some people were doing that some like some of the other people we went um and we met up with early they went to a, a certain hotel on the end days and for the con days they went for the hilton that makes sense so they had the the different rates to make it a bit easier on the wallets i would imagine yeah (laughs) and we also got a sense from a lot of people we spoke to who went 
before us so um like in years prior that it's really come up in price even just going to the convention yeah. mm. so we went last year and people were saying then that it had really hiked up in price yeah actually yeah that was a big talking point wasn't it like yeah yeah i hear there were some complaints and i think um i think david wallace talked about it a bit when we chatted with him mm. they, they had to increase the prices just because everything's gone up in price like you yeah. know yeah. renting the place out for the event and um you know just cost of living crisis and all that everything is a lot more expensive mm-hmm. yeah it's pricey I, I don't think it's completely ridiculously overpriced for what you get no not at all it's mm. really it's it's the only convention of its kind that I've ever been to and I go to quite a few so it's a really really nice you get so much for your money and uh, it's just a, a different atmosphere are uh, you so much more access to the people that run the show um who come to talk free autograph talk to them and all kinds of things that are behind like a ridiculous paywall at somewhere like mcm comic-con in london yeah yeah absolutely there are no paywalls well i mean there's that legendary pass thing now but generally there are no paywalls you can go to every panel you can meet every guest you can um you can get a signature you don't have to pay Mm -hmm. for it Mm -hmm. so yeah it's one price you pay for the day you you get to see everything that day Mm. and it was really good that they tried to split everything up a bit more this year i feel like they really tried to manage the what you were getting for each day so you didn't have to be compelled or tied into buying the weekend ticket Mm -hmm. so you could just if you wanted to see the certain guests or go to club con and whatnot you're getting good things on each day yeah i mean for me i mean i came last year just for the saturday i don't think i'd want to go for more than just a saturday personally and that i think that's the best day to go on because it's got the most stuff on it was very busy though saturday. Uh, yeah, saturday. <laughs> true yeah i mean you get i suppose you get to chill out a bit more on the other days yeah um, mm. i'd rather do that at home <laughs> <laughs> So um, did you get to talk to many people, many uh, famous and non-famous people? Um, yeah, I would say so. We, I think this year we didn't go to every panel and we were a bit more picking and choosing about what we did. So we did spend some more time in the bar this year as well. So we got time to, in some downtime, to just sit down and talk to people, talk about what they got. And in some cases you were talking to some YouTube celebs, mm-hmm. um, another people in the know-how of what goes on about Transformers. That was pretty cool. That was a bit, it was just fun, just, you know, just randomly bumping into people or people that we had saw last year who, you know, we may have not spoken with the entire Mm. year, but remembered us very well and, you know, a little chat. Good stuff. I got to have a good chat with uh, Jayhan, who does some Mm. of the music. She ran a concert um, for the club concert on Saturday. It was absolutely fantastic. And I got to have a, a chat with her, which was really nice. She was so friendly as well. And uh, you got to have a chat with a couple of people in the bar. Uh, yeah. A few who runs a Transformers Collector YouTube. And yeah. another collector. Well, there was a few this year. There was a, quite a few YouTubers down. Um, I think there was a guy who came down from Australia, Diamond Bolt, and some guys from Canada. Uh, there was quite a quite a few of them this year um 
And get... Chris McFeely, right? And Chris we McFeely, yeah. him as well. Yeah. He's there every year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're all really nice. I mean, uh, I got to speak to some of them about, um, you know, what it's like for them as a, what it's like to be a, this type of, being in this type of... As a content creator. Well, it's not so much, uh, it's more that once they come into like TFN, everyone knows who they are. And it's, I guess for them, it's kind of like, uh, like they're not patrons in the same way as like everyone else. They're almost like a part of it in a, in a weird way. And some of them I feel like really kind of really take to it. And some of them are a bit like, why are so many people surrounding me type of thing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was, that was kind of a thing is that we wanted to go up and say hi. But then of course, just like us, everyone else wanted to go up and say hi. So um, they were always surrounded by a little cluster of people. <laughs> so I'm so sorry for them at some point. <laughs> well, I mean, they've made a rod for their own back there. If they're going to appear on um, YouTube and have successful YouTube channels, they're going to get recognised and they're going to get, you know... What they need to do is make a very unpopular podcast where they don't show their face. <laughs> that's what they need to do. Yeah, that's the five brain. Then they'll be uh, mm-hmm. anonymous. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> So yeah, did you speak to uh, Dave Wallace while you were there? I did. Um, saw him in one of the queues we were in. I think it was on a Saturday, because I really tried to hold back on just going up to everyone on the Friday. It was like because everyone was doing their their hugging and meeting and everything. I think on the Saturday <laughs> and Sunday, uh, slowly went around talking to people. Yeah, I spoke to Dave and you know told him thank you for being on the podcast and giving us his insight on how the convention is been running over the years yeah it was great it was, it was really yeah, it was really nice room to, to share his time and got to talk to some of the other tfn staff and yeah they were all pretty nice good stuff mm-hmm. do you see james roberts i did but i didn't get a chance to talk to him mm-hmm. him and nick roach impossible but you did get you did get to speak to um <laughs> Jack Lawrence, though, because uh, you got, got us a little, uh, a little um, argmy optics sting, sting from him, didn't you? So I did get to good. speak to Jack. Um, he's a very nice guy. He's very nice, and we got to speak to some of his friends that we met last year as well. Mm-hmm. Um, who uh, I didn't, I didn't realize that. Uh, like from last year, we, f- we found out that uh, Dave and Chris did a the Sonic the Comic podcast together. Mm-hmm. And he was sending us stuff about that, and it was just so interesting. I didn't I had no idea <laughs> all these things were going on about with Sonic back in the day. So that was really cool. Well, yeah, I mean, I think we mentioned that before when we were talking to uh, David Wallace, weren't we? We talked about a little bit about his Sonic, that Sonic the Hedgehog mm-hmm. podcast and comic and mm-hmm. thing. But yeah, the, the live music looked interesting. I saw your um, uh, reels. I think that's, is that what you call them? That's what, uh, they, yeah. that's what they call them. Did yeah. you make some reels? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so did I. <laughs> Yeah, that was on Saturday in the part of part of CubCon. There was something that they swapped. I think I think two guests didn't couldn't come, mm-hmm. um, which they, I think they announced on the on the Saturday evening. So something's got jiggled about. So they had the the script reading instead of something else mm-hmm. just before the Matrix test with Chris McFeely, um, which was really good. It, it was so funny. <laughs> we talked about it in our in our nightly debrief, didn't we? Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was going to say you did mention it, yeah. And the uh, Sue Blues uh, joke or line. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, <laughs> As someone who's come to judge the fandom. <laughs> <laughs> that was, it was really cool because nev- I've never, you know, witnessed a script reading like that in person. So it was really cool to see. I don't know if anyone's ever witnessed a script reading like that in person. Well, yeah. <laughs> it was a very a strange array of characters for, to be a, together at once. And I liked how they kind of made it work in the script to have them all together for this weird reason. Mm. Uh, Had it been written especially for TFN then? Yes. Yes, by the hands of Dave Wallace, I believe. Oh, okay. Um, his own. Well, that makes some sense because he's uh, a budding comic book writer. You know, tried to write a comic at one point, a Transformers comic. So I think he's got um, aspirations to write such things. So yeah, makes sense that he might do that. Mm. Uh, it, it was good, and all the voice actors did amazing stuff. I mean, I just couldn't get over of having. Um, David Savaloy, Tabloy. Mm. His his voice is so cool. Like, <laughs> not even when he's doing the character stuff, just him speaking to you mm-hmm. is so deep. I it's so soothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so D- David is it Savoy? I doubt his I doubt his name's David Savaloy. Um uh, well <laughs> <laughs> actually looking at it now. How would you say that? I mean, from reading it, it's um, I couldn't pronounce it, but I think they were calling him David Savoy. Um, okay, no. we'll go with that. Yeah, he was uh, he was a true what's the word like baritone voice. Yeah, yeah. Just... I would I wouldn't have realised that you could get so many different character voices after that. Yeah, um, but he really could. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. Well, these guys are are amazing aren't they really i mean but yeah especially some of the ones that do can do lots of voices mm. um what was his name from uh from beast wars uh oh, scott mcneil scott mcneil yeah <laughs> like unbelievable how many voices he did and how different they all were mm. yeah they're real they're real you know it's, it's a talent obviously mm. you know, mm. not everyone can do it and um, it was a Go on. Uh, jeremy levy as well he was talking about um all the different voices he'd done Mm. for uh, an episode of Transformers that I've seen. And I couldn't believe that he was all those different voices because <laughs> he did, like, a news reporter. He did different accents. He did a, a child's voice and all all things like that when Bumblebee lost his voice. Mm-hmm. And I, I was quite impressed with that as well. Uh, which Transformers series is this? Do we know? It's the it's the recent one. Oh, oh that's Spark, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I, did, I, I mean, I I didn't know who he was. Um, I didn't really look into it at the time. Mm. Yeah, okay. Well, you don't you, you don't know who the people behind the voices are, do you? So Well, I do. I do if it's oh, a well, show I've you, watched. You may, but one, one doesn't. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't see them. Yeah. I, yeah. Wait, I forgot I'm on a Transformers podcast. You, <laughs> you guys know. I'm quite anal about that kind of thing. I have to know. I have to find out. You know, mm. I, want, I look at the I look at the credits, and especially if it's if it's a particularly good um, TV show, I will learn who's doing the voices. But yeah, obviously, as a layman or a general consumer, you may not be paying attention to who's doing the voices. Mm. You're just like that's fine. That guy sounds like that, and that guy sounds like that. Doesn't I uh, didn't know that they're both voiced by the same person. Mm. But yeah, um, it was. A sh- I mean, I heard. I mean. Yes, the live music looked good, but it was a shame it wasn't Cybertronic Spree. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, to, to be because fair... Because Galactosh, Galactosh was telling me that he'd been chatting with Rumble from 
from Cybertronic Spree on Twitter or something. And he'd kind of dropped a kind of hint that he might maybe, they might maybe be playing a big British convention at some point. Oh, right. <laughs> I think the key word was big there. <laughs> well, there's only one, isn't there? <laughs> I suppose, yeah. yeah. Only right. one big one. This is it. Mm. For Transformers. Mm. Yeah, he didn't say a, just a big convention. He said a big Transformers convention. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. Mm. Then, then there's only yeah. ones left of a small. Maybe TFN got in contact with them, but yeah. nothing, nothing came to fruition. Maybe next time. Who Maybe knows? next time. Maybe next time. Yeah. I'm, I mean, obviously the um, the logistics of doing that, though. I mean, a full band, like a full rock band mm. with all the instruments and everything, like that's going to be a lot, mm. to be honest. Yeah, it would be, especially with how they set up their stage and stuff. Well, yeah, yeah, and all, yeah, and the costumes and everything. It's going to be quite a lot of prep, a lot of gear, <laughs> and they they're from, aren't they from they're from America, aren't they? So yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be difficult. I can understand why it didn't happen or why it hasn't happened yet. But they've been, they've mm. they played at TFM before though. I don't know. I don't think so. Because I asked Dave Wallace about it on the podcast, and he said it would be awesome, but he didn't think it would happen. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, to be fair, it, it was um, Jayhan was like a very good musician, and I loved it. I was like, oh, sure. I was, I was shocked because I, I think I was speaking to you beforehand that she would be playing, but I wasn't sure what series and stuff that she's worked with, um, and well, until we we went to her panel about music, yeah, um, but. I was surprised. I just love that they do a concert because they did a, a completely different kind of concert last year as well at Clubcon mm. when they mm. had the country music. Um, and I just think that that's, that's so great because you've, you've been learning about Transformers all day. And then, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I know that's why you go. But it is nice to have something at the end of the day that's just like to get you hyped and um, just to let loose and have a good time. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you know, like seven hours of Transformers, it's all right to have a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Even yeah. at Transformers Con. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was Transformers adjacent. Yes, she's that's done, true. She's mm-hmm. done Transformers music and she did music from the Transformers shows yes. in yeah. the concert. So, you know, it wasn't completely separate, but it was something, a bit of entertainment at the end of the day. Mm. That, um, no, it sounds great. Ah, my so, uh, since you didn't tell us, Dave, what did you purchase while you were there? Um, well, the, the only things that I was really into wanting to get this time was the legacy Armada stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said on Saturday, it was so busy. Um, I think we kind of like we went in the room when it, it opened for the general the general ticket holders, and the queue went really quickly, mm. and we got in. And it was just rammed in there. Yeah. So I was like, let's go back to the bar. Let's just, go. we went, I think we went to a panel, got a drink and came back when it died down a bit. Mm. It and, is a bit overwhelming. Yeah. Like I couldn't even see the tables. You know, it was, it was a lot. Mm. So, and I thought, because what I was getting was mainline stuff. I thought, oh, that'd be fine. It's not like it's a rare item that I'll need to be <laughs> tracking down. But um, there was a few bits that just, wasn't there just kind of got gobbled up in those first mm. few hours i would imagine um but i did pick up the armada optimus prime mm-hmm. um i picked up the mmc Dasaurus. yeah 
the anime version. Yeah, the G one. The G one version. Yeah. Um, I got that from Toy Fu, so that was um, my Toy oh, Fu really? contribution from okay. uh, TFN. And the third thing was. You got a sound wave, didn't you? No, you bought me that. Oh, you got. Do you want me to tell you what you got? You got Twincast. You also got me that. (laughs) I got Twincast, apparently. (laughs) He's like Blaster, but he's blue. Virtual Dave picked up a couple things at the start, and Mm. um, I'd I'd done TFN as um, Dave's birthday present. Mm -hmm. So I said I'll get the first thing, and then I conveniently let him forget um, in hopes that the first thing he picked wouldn't be. (laughs) Yeah, I don't it, know, uh, that giant unicorn in the middle of the room <laughs> and just call my bluff. I, I, I went to in-demand toys because they had all those things on discount. Yeah. yeah. And I picked up a couple of those, picked up the core class, mm-hmm. sound blaster, then the um, shattered glass sound wave. Yeah. And Amy decided to chip in for those. Yeah. But we, we really like in-demand toys because uh, they've got a shop in Norwich and I mm-hmm. live fairly well. As close to there as you can in my town. Um, so yeah. we go there occasionally, don't we? Mm-hmm. And we also see them at NCM quite a bit and get something from them. We do. I mean, it's. Um, I don't know if they um, they find it weird that we keep following them around. <laughs> every convention we go, we're I'm there. sure they're <laughs> horrified. You follow them around and give them money every time you see them. Yeah, how awful. Yeah, yeah this guy keeps coming and giving us money. <laughs> She'd leave us alone. <laughs> What do you think we are? A shop? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and what was the last thing? I oh, it was t-shirts. The I bought some t-shirts from Luke and Steve's. Mm. Uh, they were really good. They were really good. Mm. I liked his designs this year. Um, in fact, I could tell like almost half of the TFN girls were wearing his t-shirts. Like it's mm. uh, quite a popular yeah. store. Yeah, I know you. Uh, you picked some stuff up from me last year as well, didn't you? I did indeed. Yeah. Yeah. I liked his little sting he did for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got quite a distinctive voice. He does indeed. He he thought that he um he wouldn't be able to do it, but I was like, go for it, do whatever you want, and yeah, yeah, that's lovely. <laughs> I think if I were there, I might have been tempted by the um the unreleased G two Deco um jazz mirage and sound uh, sideswipe. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Just because I think they look cool and they're a bit different. And they might have been they might have been a bit cheaper. Although the ones that I asked you to pick up were not discounted. Annoying. Yeah, that was really unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> it's like bomb burst was ten quid, and you know, like it's like I suppose ten quid would have been fine, but I'd rather just pick them up on discount when mm-hmm. they end up in B and M or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because they're just they're just um, desk toys, really. The core class stuff. I like them as little things to fiddle with, mm. but I, you know. They're not things I want desperately to display or anything. Yeah, I mean that was that was the other thing. I mean, I did go and Amy saw me going through like through my phone to have my guide of like all the different Marvel comics you're looking for and different figures. So I did do some poking around and asking people. I did ask someone at one point if they had the the Kyle Burst and the brought out the G1 version of that. That's, no, that's not what I meant. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'd love a G1 first, but um, that wasn't actually what I was asking. No, I was quite happy with the little core class thing. Yeah. I got a couple of bits for Dave. Um, for, well, it's a good place for me to go Christmas shopping because I can never buy you an action figure because you'll either have it already or it won't be the right thing or it won't be the right scale. There's mm-hmm. so much you can get wrong. 
but at TFM there's all kinds of bits like mugs and t-shirts and posters and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I was going around chatting to people, telling them about you <laughs> and um, getting advice on what to get. And um, one chap actually, um, I got a poster off him and he said um, his wife has the same problem with him, um, that she can never buy him a toy because mm -hmm. it's just so difficult to get the exact right thing with how much there is on the market. And he ended up giving me a, a little freebie, um, <laughs> just <Right>. out of sympathy. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely right. Like, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even dream of asking for, or, or expect um, my other half to buy me transformers or buy me toys or even, even comics or maybe records because she knows plenty about music herself. But like, we're a, we're a picky, finickety bunch collectors, you know. It's like, oh, I want that one, but I want it with that deco or in that size <laughs> or whatever. And I'm I'm more picky and finickety than most. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I, I wouldn't even dream of even asking her to do that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it's good, actually, to be able to go and ask for some people, some proper collector's advice. I mean, I probably know more about what toys Dave's got in his collection than you do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how many there are. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's hiding some. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm quite sure. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it was it was nice doing that, like going around and talking to people in the dealer room because even I, I think I was at the Toy Foo stand at one point and I was just in awe of all the different stuff from all different eras and time frames of Transformers on that table. And I just got talking to some guy standing next to me and had a little chat and we got to a point where I mentioned the podcast and he was like, Oh yeah, I'm my objects. I listen to them. <laughs> I was like, Oh yeah, All right. that's us. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't recognize your voice. Though. <laughs> yeah. Quite a few people at the convention were calling you Dave. So yes. they clearly yes. knew you as virtual Dave. That's true. Which I, I find that's hard nice. when, whenever I'm a special guest, I find it hard <laughs> to keep to your podcast name, even though I, I listen as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone knows my real name, but I mean, it's just, it's just a thing. Yeah, it's your podcast it's name. It's my podcast name, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're not, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're not, we're not shy of sharing our real names. No. It's just, uh, it's <laughs> nice, nice to keep it, it's nice to keep it separate from, uh, <laughs> From our uh, regular lives. And work-life balance. Yeah, exactly. So, did you pick up anything else of interest? Um, or see anything else of interest? Because, oh, sorry. Oh, I was just... Um, I got... Um, What's his name? From Gav Spence, I got some bits at his table. Oh, cool. Um, that was pretty cool, because he was the guy who had the the little figures and the little mm. uh, type of planet keys and things that they had moulded in different colours and stuff. It was yeah. uh, really cool. And I forgot the name of the artist that was sitting next to him. He was like drawing like different characters and we just stood there watching him. Mm -hmm. It was just so good the way he was just doing it there live and in person. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. What else did you get? That I was just about to say that was it for me. A poster for myself, a little freebie magnet, um, and some secret parts. Oh yeah, some other things that I wasn't allowed to see. Yeah, um, <laughs> maybe future presents. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Oh, my optics. Anything else you'd like to share about your experience? What was your highlight of the convention, Virtual Dave? I know we talked about our highlight from each day <laughs> when we were tired at the end, mm -hmm. but 
You've had a week to think about it now. I I still think the the Matrix test was really good, like the the quiz. Mm-hmm. I think Friday, all day on Friday, people kept making jokes about it, like on the panels, and like Dave kept poking fun at him. He keeps saying that this year Chris has made it easier. You know, he's actually like even Dave saw some of the questions and he got some of them right. So it's like <laughs> there's hope. Um, oh, one team got twenty five. Right, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> which to me was crazy out of 35. Yeah. Oh, well, that's pretty good then, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it was like it was easier. I mean, though, it was just I think it was a bit difficult. It's like, so okay, so this year they got rid of paper, like no handwritten, yeah. I think you mentioned in your update yeah. it was it was digital and it took a while for them to collate the results, unfortunately. I'm not, I'm not sure if we mentioned it, but like it took to like Sunday evening mm. like yeah you did <laughs> it's yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's... yeah. <laughs> but they they hadn't anticipated that people would drop out um halfway through and yeah. that messed up their excel spreadsheet so <laughs> and how many teams there were they said they had over 200 teams wow like I don't think they really thought about the cap on how big a team should yeah, be. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I go to a lot of pub quizzes and the idea of there being 200 teams and then having to having to mark all those sheets, even if it's done digitally, is it's just, that's nuts. Yeah. No mm-hmm. wonder it took them so long. <laughs> but it was really good. It was fun. Even though that we were doing it on devices, it was like 40 seconds interval. So you knew that no one could have time to really cheat or anything. Um, and it was, it was good. It was good. It was a good bit of fun. I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed the script reading. Um, and there was the really eccentric panel we had from the Gundam people on the, the first That day. was the very first panel. Yeah, it and it was first... great because it really set the tone for the convention. It really did. <laughs> it was so funny. And um, we've, we've built a couple of those um, Gunpla things together, haven't we? We haven't done... Gunpla. Well, we've not done, Gundam, but, but we've done some model kits, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's yeah. the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Same sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but that was really cool because obviously the person who did that did one last year about yeah. anime robot history. She was so funny that time as well. <laughs> <laughs> and she had someone else with her this year, and they kind of was just like a bit more of a comedy act on stage this time. Oh yeah, and she was really friendly. We met we met her later on and yes. had a chat. Yes. Yeah, they were staying in our hotel. Yeah, mm. yeah, that was good. I mean, that was probably like the big highlights for me. I think I know what Amy's might be, but oh, mine was definitely Jayhan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just loved her music. So good, but um, I did also really enjoy the history of Gunpla, even though I don't know anything about Gunpla at all. And the cosplay competition. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's actually too much to choose between. <laughs> uh, on the cosplay competition, a, a few of the cosplayers did like a dance routine um, related to their character. And there was one especially who did um, Starscream. Mm-hmm. And, her, and her dance routine was just too funny. <laughs> <laughs> a, little, a little bit um a little bit blue i hear yeah it was risque oh, oh yeah that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fine they're all adults well mostly mostly yeah. um it, no yeah. it wasn't it wasn't that <laughs> no it wasn't <laughs> it was just... i was not expecting it yeah <laughs> it was on the border yeah. on the border yeah. it was acceptable yeah <laughs> 
I think I, like, mentioned it last year, like, yeah. you could tell from the TFN staff, like, the lady, I forget her name, who presents it. Yeah. Like, you can tell by her face if they were expecting them to do something. And, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> certain times you look at her just like, All should I'm I saying, stop this from happening? <laughs> the man wears red white fronts on the front of his costume all the time. And that's mm-hmm. child appropriate. Is it Superman? No, I've not got the. No, yeah, it's oh, Superman. Oh thank goodness! Yeah. I thought I got the superhero wrong there. No, you're not. You're not wrong. Yeah, Superman, Superman does wear underpants on the outside of his trousers, but he is also wearing trousers. As was Starscream. Well, there you go. That's fine then. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not sure Superman's that flexible though. Uh, that. Those, those, those Be, being flexible splits. is not child appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Children should be upright and rigid at all times. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, cosplay, great. Did you see the um, the panel with is it Andy Cousins, the toy designer? Uh, that's that was one of the guests who couldn't come. Oh, um, but really? they they still did the they still did the panel, mm. but it was just presented by with Dave and Chris McFeely, right? Um, and they you know talked everyone through it because of the big reveal at the end of the panel of obviously looking at all of Andy Cousins' designs and variant color schemes for characters mm-hmm. of predominantly action masters is what they showed us. They had yeah. recreated some of those action masters. I think is it Matt or Matthew from Toyfu was the guy who took the molds and redid it in the colors that Andy Cousins designed. Like all these weird variants for was it jazz? Yeah, I've seen some of those. They look fantastic. I mean, I, I was an action masters fan, so that's nostalgia gold there for me. And they, that was really good. Oh, that was the other thing, isn't it? The the auction that they had, like a charity mm. auction. Oh, yes. They, chari- they auctioned off some of those. And there were so many cool items, but it was just like the way that they auctioned them off. They He was going up in really huge increments, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, was, it wasn't as uh, suspenseful. It was just like, Wow, it's so expensive now. No one else is going to bid on this except mm-hmm. like the same four guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, some of the items did end up going for quite a lot, though. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I think it was the RC stamp that was the most expensive one. Oh yes, because yeah. that one went for over a grand, didn't it? I think it's like sixteen hundred in the end. Mm. I think you were both very confused about how much that was on your update. I think. Oh yes, we did talk about that yeah, already. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> well, I think I, I think you start you. I think you came in quite low, Amy, and then it turned out it was like thousands more. <laughs> it was. It was uh, I think even the the guy who won it. I don't. You, when you saw his face, he was like, "Wow, this is mm. <laughs> this is wow, a purchase." Yeah, you've got to got to be a dedicated and affluent collector <laughs> to. Uh, <laughs> to manage to pull that off, um, but it's great. I mean, if the money's going to charity, then that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, no, of course, yeah. Uh, it was really, it was really, it was really good. And you got to see some robos and stuff in the flesh. Yeah, yeah, we did indeed. There was a panel, and then they were also out in the dealer hall as well. Mm-hmm. Talking about very expensive things that um, most normal folk can't afford. 
Well, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it was for their panel on how they talked about, you know, the progression of the robotics side of it and how they've really, well, not cornered the market, but really focused on the transforming part and working out into what other robotic stuff they've got for that type of price range. Mm. It was quite interesting. And, you know, all the different types of stuff they've worked on previously mm. and how they've kind of funneled that into a transformer and the stuff that they showed that we weren't allowed to film or record mm. um, for what may or may not be happening in the future was mm. very like had a bit of a wow factor after that that panel it was like mm, wow yeah how is anyone going to afford that but that it will be amazing <laughs> i think i think these things are for for a different type of people to oh, yeah. me and you like i don't i don't want my transformers to transform themselves mm. but i do appreciate the robotics of it all and like the you know the ingenuity of it of course it's amazing mm. but i wouldn't want one yeah it just wouldn't it's a, a great big kind of um, party piece, isn't it? It's like, look at my transforming com uh, robot. I can talk to it and it will get up and move around and stuff. But I think I, if, if, if I had one, say someone gave me one, it would be like, oh, this is cool. I'd play, play with it for a while and then it would just go away somewhere or sit <laughs> somewhere. You know what I mean? I think it's for a different type of person because it, like, most Transformers fans wanna, want that tactile thing. And you don't really get that with these so much, but they are—they are absolutely amazing. Yeah, no, it, I, I, I completely agree. It was even seeing them in person. You know, it's—they're mm. amazing. I mean, the Grimlock is actually really cool. Like, it, it's a lot bigger than I thought it was in person. Well, it is one thousand six hundred pounds. Yeah, but <laughs> it, I mean, it looks. I mean, it looks to be I mean, something like. That. Let me put it a different way. It looks better than the Prime, the Bumblebee. Even oh, some yeah. of the other stuff, like it just looks more presentable. Oh, absolutely! As a character to have do that, because I think the prime still looks a bit wonky, if you ask me. I mean, I get the people's idea of it looking more MPO one type, you know, rough around the edges, but mm. I think the I think of the lot, the bumblebee looks the worst. Yeah, <laughs> it looks more like the red one than anything else. Yeah, he's got that kind of soft, rounded edge kind of um, G1 cartoon yeah. aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, yeah, I can take or leave. And it doesn't transform, so what's the bloody point? I mean, not that I'm not, not that I'm against non-transforming Transformers. I have some, and I love, like I said, I just said I loved Action Masters at the time. But I think one of the selling points of those robots and things is that they do transform, and that, you know, the, the way that that Grimlock transforms is amazing. Mm -hmm. Just it's breathtaking watching it do it, and I love that they've you know well not fixed but thought more about that whole when it's not powered on thing, like the prime it doesn't collapse it. You can just see it in dinosaur. It's a bit mode. of a letdown on Optimus, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. It just goes mm, and it's off. <laughs> it's like you can't even display it. Although they're now releasing a stand for it. Oh, are they? Oh. Don't know whether you've seen, yeah, they're releasing a stand that's going to basically allow it to be stood up in a pose. I don't know how many hundreds of pounds that's going to cost. That's the thing. <laughs> you'll, you'll be able to buy that if you wish, you know. It's a nice add-on. Mm. Cool. So you had a great time, really enjoyed it. Made a lot of new friends. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Made a lot of new friends, met some some TFN veterans and some newbies as well that we got to 
chat with and give some advice onto them as well. Mm-hmm. About stuff to look out for, think about. But yeah, it's just like I can't, I can't really do it justice. I don't I'll describe the vibe at mm-hmm. TFN, like how it's just kind of a relaxed community of people who just enjoy this franchise yeah. in all sorts of different ways. And they kind of just get along in this bubble of like, you know, you like the live action films and I You're like wrong, harder, but we all can have a drink together <laughs> <laughs> and talk about, you know, the toys we've bought and, you know, just get, it's just, it's just a nice. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. When I went, it was a, it was a nice vibe. You could, you could sit, and, sit and talk to anybody and, you know, people would just rock up and talk to you. Yeah. No snobbiness or anything. It's very nice. Hmm. Um, hmm. Uh, so, will you go again? Yeah, I would imagine the answer is yes. I'd go again. Would you? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. Going next <laughs> year. I mean, I might go again one day. I think I didn't go this year just because I was feeling a bit kind of burnt out with Transformers. And also, it's a lot of travel, a lot of money. And I'm not really in the market for anything much at the moment. So, you know, a big draw of it is buying stuff, isn't it? I mean, obviously, you get the kind of, um, you know, get to talk to people about the hobby and so on. That's fantastic. And there's panels and all that. But, you know, for what it costs, you kind of want to come away with something. And it wasn't much mm. that I wanted. So, and had a lot of other things going on anyway. So, um, but yeah, I might go, I might go again next year. Or maybe if, if they do one of their mini cons and they do it down south, I might go to that. But they've already announced that they're doing it again in Manchester. In Manchester, year. right. Well, yeah. I'm not going to Manchester. <laughs> but um if they did one in say london or um or you know brighton would be nice but i don't think that's going to happen <laughs> if they did then i might go to that i think it, for me a whole weekend is too much <laughs> i don't think i could handle it it is it is a commitment it's uh yeah there's no doubt about that i mean that's i think that's probably like one of the other things in this favor of it just coming around once a year mm-hmm. like it's it is a lot. And then you need the time apart to then want to go back again. Oh, yeah. They couldn't do it more than once a year. That would be insane. Especially with how much it will cost and hotel rooms and, and et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad you all in- you enjoyed it. It was it was actually... There was a little girl and her family towards the end of uh, Sunday. The dad made an announcement about how they were going to be going to Disneyland um, oh, and they couldn't go to Disneyland, go. but she said that TFN was even better. Oh, yeah. That was really cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she hasn't been to Disneyland, has she? Well, well we don't well, know. We don't know her entire life. So how can she As someone who's been to Disneyland, I think that's a pretty big... <laughs> I mean, we're, we're leaving a lot out of the story just for the sake of the listeners, but the dad told a very tear-jerking story and it ended with that yeah and it was really sweet when you can't when you don't get to go to disneyland it is tear-jerking <laughs> and as a grown-up i think that but yeah pretty big endorsement for tfn yeah absolutely and it's nice to see that kids enjoy it as well mm. um yes and that there's stuff for them there there was a it was a lot of kids this, there this yeah, year yeah there were actually um i think even more than last year you could tell that maybe one of the parents was really into Transformers or something. We really mm. for both of them. But the kids were really having a good time. They weren't just being dragged along. It was like, oh, all right, Dad. You know, it was excellent. Yeah. running up to the stalls and buying stuff. Well, that's fantastic. That's what they need. Mm-hmm. Young blood. Yeah. 
Us old farts can't keep it alive forever. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Well, great. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And we'll, yeah, maybe I'll go to a future one. See you guys yeah, a lot there. of people yes, were asking for you. Well, well you say a lot of people. Some people, I imagine. Yeah, some. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just it's nice to hear people say that they do listen to the podcast and they, you know, they do enjoy it. That's it's always a uh, very uh, heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Even people who, you know, did stings for us last year were, you know, telling how they've been keeping up or they've heard some of the uh, like the the TFN episode and they liked listening back to it from what we spoke about at the last oh, yeah. you know, catch up debriefing. That was really cool. Yeah. Thanks so much to everyone who did a sting with Virtual Dave this year. <laughs> Sorry for all of the, the the weird audio that we had to endure because some people were, I just got them in the middle of the deal hall and did it. But oh, it sounded great. Oh, right. Yeah. You, I, when I was with you, you were telling people just step outside. Yeah, I was like, at that point, I was like, yeah, maybe I should have been taking people outside. To be honest, it, it sounded it sounded great with all the ambience of the whole thing. So yeah, it was oh, great. Okay. Don't no no problem at all. You did a great job. Thank you very much. Good job, Dad. both of you. <laughs> um, Thank you. All right. Well, um, anything else? Uh, just thanks to everyone who made us feel so welcome. Mm-hmm. You know all the different people that we spoke to and aunts for you know photos and different things all the cosplayers that we mm. you know snap pictures of you know it's all to say thank you to everybody it was so cool and a nice experience um and i recommend it to anyone who's interested in going yeah great ah my optics well that's our second and maybe third if you count our interview with david wallace tf nation podcast in the bag Uh, Were you at TF Nation? Do you wish you were there? Did you bump into Virtual Dave and or Amy? Be sure to let us know on social media. You can find me on Twitter at GearOrion and on Instagram, Orion underscore gear. But more importantly, Dave, where can they find you? You can always find me on VirtualDave26 on Instagram and on Twitter. Yep. Uh, Virtual Amy, it's been a pleasure having you back. Well, thank you. <laughs> and having you take on my uh, my, my usual role of um, getting Dave to talk. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> it was great. Before we go, I do want to make a special shout out to Jermaine, aka Jezatron78, which I assume makes him exactly my age. Not 78, <laughs> um, as in born in 78. <laughs> he was very nice. He sent us a he sent us a little message about the podcast. You know, he really warmed the cockles. As per usual, if you enjoyed the podcast, please let us know by subscribing, sharing, commenting, etc., etc. We really appreciate it. Thank you for listening, and please join us again next time on Chat Together. Oh, oh, my my